Hello everyone. So this is my topic, um, Jesus' blood on the crucifixion that he shed for you. And he said, uh, do this in memory of me. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 24, 25. Jesus said to give thanks broke the bread and he said that this is my body and I'm giving this to you so when you eat remember me and after the meal Jesus took a cup of wine held it in his hands he held it up and he said this cup is my blood and God has made a new agreement with you through this blood. So when you drink, remember me. So when Jesus was on that cross, he died for you. He took your sin and the sin of all people. You know, people like me, a sinner like me, he took my sin. People like me. He died on that cross, he shed the blood for me, he shed that blood for you. And as, the, as his blood poured onto the ground, every drop that he shed was for you. Every drop was for you and every drop was for me. He cleaned me, he cleaned us and made us whole. So Jesus, you can think of him like an epidemic. He spreads everywhere. His love just spreads everywhere. And Jesus said that everyone can drink this water, you'll never thirst again. If you don't drink this water that he's offering us, then you'll have eternal thirst. So the water is also symbolic. It, it flows from him. It's like a holy water that quenches all our thirst, and it means eternal life. And it's our job to pass that water or that holiness on. So that's our job. So it's our job to spread this true and pure love that he's given us. That's our job. And anyone who takes it, anyone who accepts it is not lost. But it does require us to take some action. So, for example, Matthew chapter 6, 15. So make your light shine. Pass it on. You know, people will see you and they'll know that goodness. They'll see you. They'll know you're different. So just praise him. Praise your Father in heaven. And that's it. Don't you, love, don't you love that? You know, one of the things it means is this. You don't have to prove yourself to be acceptable to God. In accepting Jesus, you are acceptable. There'll be some of you here all your lives 
you're striving to please God, you're trying to be acceptable to him. Today, for some of you, there'll be a little bit of a breakthrough as you discover Jesus' peace. It's amazing. I wonder if we could just put the first slide up. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Brian, and I've got the privilege of just bringing a little message this morning. And at the end of that message, we're going to take communion together. The message will lead us into communion. You heard Terry say that on the cross, Jesus' blood meant that we entered into a new agreement, a new covenant with God. The scripture up there, let's just say it together, shall we? This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I'll put my laws upon their heart and on their mind, and I'll write them. Then he says, and their sin and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Just bow your head for a moment and ask forgiveness for your sin. Lord, I ask you to forgive me for any way I've offended you. I thank you, Lord, that as I pray that prayer, I am forgiven. Amen. You know what? You've just got a fresh start. What does it say in the scripture? My sin is forgiven and forgotten. This is the, this is what Jesus bought. This is the agreement that Jesus bought. It's, it was prophesied in Jeremiah 33, and in Hebrews 8, it goes on in more detail. It says, all will know me. All will know me. I will be their God. They'll be my people. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to have the relationship. But today, what we want to focus on is this phrase that says, I will put my laws upon their heart and on their mind, I will write them. It says, after those days, what does that mean? That's after Jesus has died and risen and is seated at the right hand of the Father. This agreement comes into being. So all of us, <clears throat> all of us who, could someone just get me a glass of water? That'd be great. All of us that have accepted Christ, you have an ability in you to tune in to the power of the Word of God. And what we're going to do today is just practice, just practice in a very simple way, tuning in. If I could put the next slide up, please. The next slide can be a little bit controversial uh, because it, it says meditation, the truth will set you free. And for many Christians, the moment you use that word meditation, they will immediately say to you, yeah, they'll immediately say to you, oh, we can't do that. We can't do that. The, the problem is that the Bible asks us to meditate on the word of God. The Bible asks us to meditate, not to, not to hug trees, not, not to try and get mindfulness happening, but to tune in to the word of God that's within us, to tune in 
And as you do that, you'll find that Jesus becomes more real. You'll find that you get little breakthroughs in areas that are holding you back. So this morning, going to try something a little different. We're going to try tuning in as we bring the message. <coughs> now, at the end of this, you may suddenly think, well, that was the dumbest thing, Brian Munro, you've ever tried. <laughs> but my only counter to that is I've been praying about this all week and I still feel to do it. So <coughs> it's just one of the risks you take when you do this sort of stuff. You see, the, the river of living water is in you. John 7, 37, 38 says, Jesus says, come to me and drink. Now, in that scripture, he is talking about unbelievers. He says, come to me and drink, and you will receive living water. It will flow from your heart. So all of us have got the word of God inside us by the Holy Spirit. All of us have got an ability, if we tune in, for the living water of God to flow up and the precious thoughts to drop onto our minds so that that word becomes appropriate for us today. I'm going to show you a very simple way of doing it. It's amazing. I don't normally work with notes, but I thought I'd better because I haven't, I haven't um, spoken in a church this size for a while. Ah, oh, that's better. Now I've found the right one. <laughs> See, in, in Joshua 1.8, it, the um, leadership has just been handed from Moses to Joshua, and God says, meditate on the word day and night. He doesn't say, study it all. He says, meditate on it day and night. Then you'll be prosperous and you'll succeed. That should have got your attention straight away, that word <laughs> prosperous. <clears throat> In Psalm 143, 4 and 5, David's going through a real hard time, and he says this. He says, I meditate on what God has already done, what I've already seen God do. Now, I saw one of my granddaughters get an amazing word from God at a camp that someone was leading. Uh, Elijah was leading uh, this week and she was telling me all about it she said dad uh, grandpa it was embarrassing because I cried I thought that's great I'll see if I can get her crying again <laughs> so I said to her this I said okay I want you just for a minute just to think about what he showed you and spoke to you get that in your mind nod your head when you when you've got that she was there in a flash and I said, now, what's the feeling that goes with that? And she could feel the love of God flowing to her again. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Right? This is, this, is how, <coughs> this is what we are to do. And then I said, now, what's he saying to you? And he gave her a little bit more of a word. And so she's got, she hasn't just gone to a camp and received a word. Some of you guys, you've been to camps and you've received words, and that's wonderful. But to maintain the anointing that flows, you need to meditate on the word and keep holding on to it. So David, under a time of immense pressure, 
found it wonderfully helpful to remember what he'd seen God do. Now, you'll all have times of immense pressure. If you're following God, you'll be doing things that put you out there a little bit, and you'll feel the pressure of that. And sometimes the weight of that gets heavy, and you feel like, I just can't do it. I, I can't. But you remember what you've seen God do. You remember what you've seen him do. You think about, you picture what you've seen him do, and you start to get a flow from within you, and you feel it again. Praise God. Oh, I'm excited. You with us so far? See, the word meditate means to reflect, to murmur, to ponder, to imagine. Uh, to moan, I haven't tried doing that, to mutter, Murray will tell you I'm pretty good at that, <laughs> to talk, I haven't caught up with Elijah on that one, but I'm, I'm getting there, I'm getting there, you, 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 you follow what I'm saying, it, the, the, the call to meditate is a reflection to ponder, and we're going to do a little bit of this in a few moments, to lead into communion. Okay, so here we go. Next slide. I've selected a scripture. And you'll see it, it's from um, Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me if you're weary and burdened and I will give you rest. I have a story about this in the botanics. You know, just over there, I went for a walk. And I got walking. There's a wooden pathway on, on the botanics. I got in the middle of that wooden pathway and God said, now stop and look at the trees. And the tops of the trees were being knocked around a little bit by the wind, but there was almost like a godly, amazing sense of peace at the base. And he said, son, remember this. Keep coming back to this place of peace. Make sure that you hold on to the place of peace and operate out of that rather than trying to do all the fighting at the top. Amen. Yeah. Have you got this? So you'll notice I've, we've got there, Jesus, I come, you rest, give me. We've put it into deaf speak. The guys over there in the deaf community, they're well aware of the scripture. And I'm going to use that because it's nice and simple for you. Jesus, say it with me. Jesus, I come, you rest, give me. Ooh, that's pretty good, wasn't it? Right? So the first step in moving a meditation is to write your verse down, is to write it down. Second step is this, is to get into the presence of God. Now, you'll all have different ways. You'll all have different ways. I've got a granddaughter here that can play the keys. Can you just come up and just play the keys very softly? We're just going to get Joy just to play some soft music because often soft music uh, really helps. And what we do is J Jesus in John 7, 37, 38, he says, come and drink. Come and drink. Isn't it good? I've got a, a daughter over there interpreting, a granddaughter on the keyboard, and you've got me. Oh, grandpedia. <laughs> Just very soft, very soft. All right. 
So Jesus says, come, I will give you rest. Jesus, I come, you rest, give me. I want you now, as Joy just plays this very soft music, I want you to just close your eyes and just think about coming into the presence of Jesus. He's with you. He's here. Already there's a beautiful sense of his peace just coming into this room. Now we're going to go to step two. Just keep your eyes shut. I I want you now, as you're thinking and imagining you and Jesus together, just start to speak the scripture. Jesus, I come you. You're very quiet for someone that's speaking. Jesus, I come you. Rest give me. Jesus, I come you. Rest give me. Jesus, I come you. Rest give me. Just keep saying it. Jesus, I come you. Some of you will actually feel an ah. It's like, ah, my shoulders relax. Rest give me. Jesus, I come you. Rest give me. Some of you will be feeling the peace. Third step is to feel. Feel God's heart. If you're feeling that rest around your life, the word rest means it's like stop. It's like peace. It's like ah. If you're feeling that around your life, just embrace it. Just let it fill you. Let it fill you. It's the power of the living God in you. Bring you to a new place. It's the power of the living God. Touching you, flowing to you. For some of you, you'll be getting little pictures. Some of you may even sense angels. Psalm 91 says angels are sent to help you. 
final step. Just keep looking at you, your picture and your feeling. Lord, what would you show, tell, or give me now? Just say it very quietly to yourselves. Lord, what would you show, tell, or give me now? is already transforming you it's changing you last week Elijah said you need to come out of the valley of the shadow this peace you're encountering now will take you out of the valley of the shadow I've been walking with Jesus a long, long time now. In 1982, I became a Christian. But I've never stopped loving the power of resting with Him. There's an amazing sense of peace over this room now. That's going deeper and deeper and deeper. Just embrace it. You say, Brian, I, I don't, if you knew what I had going on, you know, in the scriptures leading up to Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Jesus says, everything you need has been given to me. Your next breakthrough is found in his peace. All you need to rise into your God-given destiny flows out of a life that practices peace. If you'd like now, just when you're ready, just to rise and go to the communion tables, take the bread, take the juice in your own time with a sense of gratitude. This is what Jesus, this is part of what Jesus gave on the cross that you could experience what you're experiencing now. The beauty, the wonder, the majesty of God's peace. Feel free to go to the communion tables and take the emblems, the bread and wine, and come back and take them in your own time.
what an incredible time together, right? So good. I want to give you uh, in this room, if you don't know Jesus or you feel disconnected from Jesus, we want to give you an opportunity to respond to Him. Because there's one thing to feel peace in a room, like we do right now. There's another thing to own that peace, to live with it. So that when we walk into environments that are peaceless, we have peace inside of us. Saying yes to Jesus who who created us, God created us. He knows everything about us. I'm always blown away by the reality of Christ knowing me truly. Now for me, I don't know, if you hear that, you might go, that feels really nice. For me, that's slightly terrifying. Man, God really knows everything I've ever thought. (laughs) Like, it's a little bit like, oh man. I've said this many times that when we come to the cross, we realize we're worse off than we thought we were. Oh man, I thought I was okay. I'm worse than that. But I'm more loved than I could hope that I would be. And I always consider the love of God as a love that loves us, the very worst of us, and sees the very best in us. No human can do that. But Jesus does. And then he cuts the very worst away from us and brings out with sin. He takes the sin off us and reconnects us with our destiny, our purpose, with our Father God. So what does Jesus do? He made us. He saved us when we couldn't save ourselves. And he, and he says, I want to walk with you for the rest of your days. His Spirit wants to be with us all His days, all our days, and then on into eternity. It's a win, 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 win for us. I want to give that opportunity. We always like to do that here because I, I don't know your situation. I don't know where you're at. You might go, yep, I've grown up in a church. I've grown up a Christian, but I just need to respond. I feel disconnected. You might be like, I don't know anything about God. I know, well, I know I'm not walking with Jesus, but I want to be. I want to follow Jesus. There's a whole bunch of faithful people in this room that are praying for you right now. That their hearts are, yeah, I want to, I want to see another person find Jesus. Because we know. And, they, and it's like people say to me, oh, you just want me to be a Christian. I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's it. There's no benefit to me. But it's a great benefit to you. There's benefit to me because I love you and I want you to be in the best place possible. But there's ultimate benefit for you because you can carry this peace that you've experienced. So we're going to have this, uh, we're going to have this moment right now. What's going to happen is we actually have a couple of people just out the back and they're just going to be um, watching for any hands up when we, because we're going to close our eyes soon. You're going to put your hand up if you want to respond. And this is going to give you a, uh, a card. I think we have some packs in the making, but they're just going to give you, hey, we've got a connect card for you to fill out if you want to. You could take that and throw it in the bin. You could take that, fill it out and um, give it back to them or give it just if, as you walk out those double doors, there's a giving station, a large wooden box. You can place it in there and we'll, we just try to create pathways for people. And then from there, we'll just flick a text and you might be like, I'm done. We always like to respect people. We're not going to telemarket you. It's not, I promise you got my word on that um, because that's annoying. <laughs> but we are going to give you an opportunity for a pathway because we truly believe the best is yet to come for you. So here's, this, here's what we're going to do right now, plain and simple. So very soon, you're going to close your eyes all across this room. Then some of you, 
you may re- receive, you may say, yep, I'm far from God. I want to follow Jesus. I want to be connected. You're going to raise your hand. Then after that, we're going to pray a prayer together. And then at the end of the service, someone will come up to you and say, here's a card. And they're going to leave it at that. <laughs> we, we always, at Unite, we try to be the most um, intuitive and, and low pressure people, you know? We're not going to, we're going to give you anything you don't want. <laughs> we respect you and your personhood. So right now, why don't you close your eyes? All across this room, why don't you close your eyes and focus in on Christ? That's why we close our eyes. If you're here and you may be feeling it right now, man, I, I know I'm not close to God, but I want to be. And maybe even that battle of, oh, I don't know if I should have. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain by saying yes to Christ. But just saying, I want to follow you. What happens after that? Well, that's just figure it out. <laughs> this isn't about being a good person. It's about going to the only one who is and letting him be our good. The weight goes off our shoulders when we say yes to Christ and the peace lives us with us forever. He promises this, I'll never leave you. So even when we don't feel like he's here, he's here. And that is an incredible gift. So if that's you, what do you just raise your hand and say, yeah, Elijah, pray for me. I'd love to pray for you. See that hand up the front. See anyone else saying, yep, I'm disconnected or I'm far from God, I'm making a decision right now. I'd love to pray with you as well. That's awesome. See the other hand. All up to you. Nothing to lose, everything to gain. New relationship with God. Awesome. So awesome, young men. You guys can put your hands down. We're going to pray a prayer. You guys can open your eyes up. We're going to pray this prayer together. We're going to put it on the on the screen and we can pray it together. And I love this as a reminder of my faith. But uh, if you just put your hand up saying, yeah, I just need that. I needed to reconnect. This is your prayer. The Holy Spirit's going to fill you up. Because at Unite, we believe, just like the disciples did many years ago, we believe in an authentic journey with a miraculous God. It can look really mundane, a lot of our Christian life, but we have a supernatural God with us. He does things we could never do. And when you open your eyes to it, you begin to see the miracles unfold in very different ways, but God is a God of miracles. So here we go. Let's pray this together. I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll talk to the mic. You'll talk, and we'll, we'll do it together. Here we go. Dear Jesus, thank you for creating me and for loving me, even when I've gone my own way. I realize I need you in my life, and I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to forgive me. Thank you for dying on the cross and rising again. I want to follow you from now on. Please come into my life and make me a new person. I accept your free gift of salvation. Please help me to grow as a Christian. Amen. So good, eh? Yeah, God is so good. Uh, You can praise God if you want to. I saw a couple of hands there. You can praise Him like you love Him. We love you, God. You're so good. You're incredible. You're too good, more than we deserve. I, I, I just got to say, we're, we're kind of rounding off here, closing off. Um, if you're new, uh, well, I know a bunch of my family are here, so they're, they're off soon. Um, yay, family. Um, we love you guys so much. The legacy is continuing. I always consider um, my, my granddad, uh, Philip, was a pastor. And uh, mum, as you know, Beryl's here, and he's, they started a legacy for us. 
And um, Granddad Philip was a 15-year-old who's, who a girl invited him to a youth group. That's how, uh, you know, and so I hope I'm getting this right, something like that. Invited him to a church and he came, I'm sure, because he just liked the girl. And, um, and then he, he started the legacy for, for me so that I can have a faith. So um, that was just a side note. I just, I just think it's a good to honour. And I want to honour my granddad who's not here right now and honour my grandma who is, who's, who started a legacy for us and created, opened a door um, so that we could live in our God destinies. My life is infinitely better because you made some hard decisions and, uh, and made some bare bones calls. We got to stand on the shoulders of um, our parents and grandparents and I definitely get that. So um, I just honour you. But I will say it's a bit of an unusual morning this morning. It's really good unusual, but it's a bit different. So if you're here new and you're wondering, should you keep, just keep coming for a couple of weeks just to figure it out. This is quite a different morning, isn't it? Thank you so much, Brian. We love you. Give it up for Brian and, and Deaf Community. We really do. We honour you. We think you're incredible. Um, Brian talked me through this. And we don't, because we don't do these uh, activating, I guess, messages a lot. But I said, oh, I want to do it. I've got to do it. We've got to do this in the service because we need peace. In a world of turmoil, we need peace. Jesus is peace. We need that, and we needed that this morning. I did. Um, just kind of feels really, I feel, I just feel God's presence just kind of holding me right now. So it feels a pity to, to, to move on. But you can keep His peace as you go on. That's the good thing about God. So we're finishing now, and I'm just going to give you to Danny to wrap up.